0: welcome to be the ceo of your life and business podcast with your hosts laura katina and amy mara this podcast was created for business women in particular who are juggling pursuing their career family life and all of the things that come along with it we know that building a career running a business and running your life can sometimes seem near impossible In the Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast, Laura and Amy are going to share their experience of building their own careers as female attorneys, raising a family, and their journey to maintain wellness through it all. With more than 25 years of combined experience practicing law and years of juggling business, family, and wellness... They are about to have some very real and honest discussions about what it takes to manage it all and share tips, tools, and truth about how they make it all work.
1: Welcome back to another episode of the Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast. We're really excited about every topic that we bring to you guys. But for some reason, this topic is just like really hitting home for me this week. And of course, it's born out of the circumstances and situations that I had this week in particular. We want to talk today about focus and how to better focus, whether it be in your personal life, your business life, um, your t- daily to-dos, your tasks, your job, et cetera. We think that the the four tips that we're going to bring to you today are going to be really helpful to help you kind of harness the power of focus and being able to really like hone in on what is at hand and what you're supposed to be working on. And one of the tips that I'm really excited to talk about is monotasking. And it was brought to me by a an interview that I listened to that Ed Milet had a speaker on his Ed Milet show. His name is Thatcher Wine. Which is such a cool name, by the way. Right. He wrote a book about monotasking and so we'll get into it a little bit more, but I was listening to this interview and for the past couple of weeks, I have felt really frenetic. I have felt, my body has felt very on edge and very stressed and I don't work optimally when I feel the sensations of stress in my body where like I feel a little anxious, I feel a little fatigued. I just knew something was off. And this interview just came to be, it's actually an older interview. I don't think it was recent. I think it was a few weeks back or maybe a couple months back that he did this. And it's, this tool of monotasking came to mind. I started to implement it this week and I just felt a shift in my overall focus and clarity. Laura also knows, we love Brendan Burchard's uh, teachings. He's incredible about coaching people to be very focused and present in the moments that they are. So there are a lot of people that talk about these principles. And fortunately, like every principle that we share or anybody shares is that when you, you have to start doing them in order to see what their effects were. So for me, I started to see the effects after I started to implement these tools this week. And it, I've been really stressed this week. I had deadlines that I had to meet. I had writing that I had to do, which takes so much of my energy. I had to be in court in person, which is exciting, exciting. but I also then had to account like, Oh shoot, I have to commute to the courthouse now. So I have to account for that hour that I'm probably going to lose out of the work day. And so all in all of this is to say that The tips that we're going to share with you today, hopefully can help bring some light as to maybe how you can tweak um, your own daily habits to focus a little bit better on what's going on.
2: And monotasking, the concept of monotasking can be in and of itself a stressor because if you're like me, I am not good at it. So I heard this at my interview that you're talking about. I listened to it when it first came out. And the concept is, is phenomenal. There are so many people that say like multitasking isn't a thing. Your brain cannot do all these different things at one time. But it's so hard to focus on one thing when we have all of these distractions, i.e., The cell phone. So, you know, when we have like the dings and the notifications and the sounds and like when the kids are home, they're calling me and like all these different things like popping up on your screen. Me, I have 9 million tabs open. Amy would die if she saw my screen. (laughs) I could never. I could never,
1: I have seen Laura could the screen and I just could never, I would be overwhelmed. I'd be on the floor I'm done, <laughs> which <laughs> might be
2: part of my problem. But, uh, in any event, it can, so monotasking, I think for most people is hard. So totally. I'm interested to hear about how you implemented that this week and yeah. like, what are the things that you did to, to improve your week?
1: So, all right, let's start with monotasking as a, as a tool and as a tip so we can kind of dive right into this. So our first tip would be to try to employ this idea of monotasking, right? Which is just, it's a fancy word for saying uh, not multitasking, okay? When mono meaning one single, one individual thing. Um, as Laura said, there's a lot of research actually out there that shows that multitasking is actually Less productive, you think that you're very productive in doing it, but you're actually not. Because when you have, for example, for you attorneys out there, if you are hunkering down and writing motion papers, right? And then all of a sudden the paralegal or your assistant calls you and says, Oh, by the way, so and so is on the phone. And you're like, Shoot, I really should take this. I've been trying to connect with this person. And you toggle off to that phone call. It actually takes you several minutes to get back into the groove that you were in, in writing. And Laura, you know, you're shaking your head. If, if nobody's watching this right now, it is so difficult to jump back on that train once you have jumped off of it. Yep. And when Laura and I, both, this week, we were both working on papers and we reached out to John and we were like, please, <laughs> the only people that we're taking phone calls for during this period of time is the court. That's it. The yep. court calls, we do have to drop basically everything, but we knew that we needed that intense focus for it. Right. So the idea of monotasking is simply whatever you are doing, be completely and presently focused on that one task. Okay. So whether that be the work that you're doing, the writing that you're doing, doing anything, and any, and it really goes into your personal life too. If you're with your kids, play with your kids and just be present about playing. Don't, allow your mind to wander about the to-do list or the dishes in the sink or, you know, everything else that you have to do on your to-do list when you're in an activity, be in that activity and be fully committed hundred percent to whatever it is. And then move on to the next task that you have and be fully present and fully into that task at hand. So the first thing
2: you have to know is actually what task are you doing? (laughs) right? Yeah. So you need to sit down and actually figure out, okay, what is the task that I need to be doing right now? So like for me today, after we do this and a couple of other things, and I have a meeting, my task is going to be, I have papers that I need to continue to write. So that's my task. The next issue will be cutting out distractions and actually focusing on that one task, so some of the things that I do when I'm trying to focus on one thing and it's it's hard it's just really hard so you have to be so intentional about it. It sounds nice and all fluffy to be present and you know really there with what you're doing but it's like it, it's really hard to do that in today's world at least for me I believe it is. So the things that I do when I have something that I really need to focus on and monotask I will put on like spa music. So I'll just throw in my AirPods because we all know I can't function without them. So I'll just throw in my AirPods, put on Spotify and turn on some spa music. I will put my phone on silent and actually not just put it on silent, but turn it over. So I can't see the screen. So it's face down. Mm -hmm. I minimize my email. So I have three screens on my desk. I keep... The middle screen is for whatever document I'm working on. I keep Teams most of the time, Teams open on the left because um, that's how I communicate with Amy and Dawn during the day, and then my email open on the right. When I am doing something like writing a set of papers, I minimize my email. I will never have the notifications on um, for Outlook so that they, you know, if you turn them on, they pop up when an email comes in at the bottom of your screen. Off. Yeah. I never have those on. So I minimize my email. I minimize teams. I minimize everything, every every other thing that I have open just so that I can focus on that one thing. So that's just something that, that helps me focus.
1: Yeah, And minimizing distractions can be really hard too, because like there are physical distractions around us, right? Like our phones, our emails, a telephone ringing, the office line ringing. It could be a post-it note that's sitting on your desk. I mean, it could be a whole host of things. But another really distracting thing too is your own thoughts. And I don't know about you, but I do know about you because you and I (laughs) think very similarly, but my brain will be like, Oh, I just wrote that word. And that made me think of this client. Oh my gosh, I have to call John Smith tomorrow. And it's like you, your thoughts in your head can be super distracting if you allow them to be. And listen, this is a struggle for me every day. I'll give you a perfect example. This morning, I'm doing my workout. I have a lot on my to-do list. Yesterday was a very intense, focused day. I was in court for most of the morning. The afternoon, I was really focused on writing papers. And today, I have to be back in court after you know this morning's uh, recording session. But then I have a thousand things I have to do in the afternoon, like a thousand, really. And I'm doing my workout this morning, and I notice like I'm not even listening to what the trainer is saying on the TV. Because the thoughts in my head are like, oh, don't forget you have to email this person. Oh, you have to get this contract out to this person. So there were like constant like bubbles of thoughts popping into my brain. And I literally had to stop doing my workout because I was so distracted just so that I can open up a to-do list reminder list and bullet point every single thing that was coming through my brain. And it now ends up being like a toilet paper long list of things I have to do. But after I did that and took those thoughts and put them down on paper, it really helped me get back in the game because I was like, you know what? I'm not going to be worried about forgetting this thought. I'm not going to be worried about, oh, shoot, what was that thing I was thinking about on the third rep of those, you know, dumbbell, whatever I was doing. I'm not going to be thinking those things because now I have it on a list and I know I can go back to it. So if there is a thought that comes into your brain, and this is something, this is our third tip here. You're allowed to give yourself the grace because your mind is going to wander. And this is going to feel very like meditative in, in like the technique that we're trying to explain to you. But when something pops into your brain while you're in the middle of focusing or what have you, either stop for a brief moment and just write it down so that you have it memorialized somewhere or just tell yourself like, okay, I see that thoughts coming into my head. Let me just push it off to the side for a tiny bit. Let me continue to remain focused on what I'm doing. And I will get to that when it comes. And like, it could be something as simple as like, I need to make sure I take chicken out of the freezer for dinner tonight. Right. On my list, those things appear sadly. Right. But you know what? it keeps you organized. It keeps you, it frees up that mental space that you need really to focus your energy on what you're doing at at the task, right? Like at that time, what are you doing on those tasks? You need to focus. So if you have all these thoughts that keep coming in, you're not focusing on what you're doing. So hard. Let's like, we can't, even like this could be in a neon sign alarm for you. We totally get how hard and difficult this is because we have a lot we all have a lot on our plates. And especially as a business owner, you've got a thousand things that you're thinking about simultaneously. It's a tip that could help if you work at it.
2: And in real life, it, is, it has really helped me using the list. And of course I got this from Dawn because she is so organized and just so good at like preparing things and being organized. And so I was telling her about how I get nervous that I'm gonna forget things because I and then I end up forgetting things and it like compounds it. So she was like, "Talk to Siri on your phone and tell her to remind you to do things." So I said, "Okay." And this was coming on the heels of this is not a work example, but they're kind of interrelated. So a couple of weeks ago, I wanted to make chicken soup for dinner. Mm-hmm. So around lunchtime, I set everything up. I put the pot on, I put the broth in and I, when I make the soup, I first put in like the carrots, the celery, onion, and I, you know, just fry it a little, not fry it, but cook it a little bit. um, And then I'll put the broth in. So I put that in, I put the broth in, I put the chicken in and I got a call for work. A client called me and I turned around and I was like, oh, I have to take this call. And I forgot to turn the flame down. So I walk away no. from the stove. Two hours later, Mike goes into the kitchen and he goes, did you forget to put liquid in the pot? And I was like, no, why? It, it evaporated. No. Okay. Because I never turned the flame down. I was so distracted that I walked away and never went back. Yeah. So I <laughs> the next, time I made the soup, I literally put a reminder in my phone, turn the flame down. It's (laughs) so sad. But when we're doing all of these things at one time, that's like a classic example of what can go wrong. Because you cannot do all of these things at once. Well, something is going to fail. That day, it was my chicken soup. (laughs) But... (laughs) this at work, it could be missing a deadline, forgetting to reach out to a client, forgetting to send an email. So using these tasks, like making a list, like I just do it. I use, you know, I have an iPhone, so I use the reminders section on my phone and I just make reminders. And as I complete things, I delete Mm -hmm. them so that the list doesn't seem so daunting because when you first make a list, it can seem very overwhelming and it can really prevent you from focusing on one thing
1: right? Yeah. And I use the reminders too. I think I laugh at you only because this is exactly what I would do. Like I would walk away from the the kitchen stove and because I have two little kids and they're always vying for my attention. Like I can't even remember the sentence I start when they interrupt me because I'm like out there, right? Like I'm like, oh my gosh, I get so distracted. I have to pivot so much. You have to remember to like give yourself grace but you also, it's its not a bad thing to write down the simplest of reminders, like brushing your teeth before you leave the house. Like anything that has fell, fallen off track, you know, leave yourself a reminder, put a post-it somewhere. If it's going to help you, who cares if anybody else is going to question the tips and the, the tricks that you have? Because I can guarantee you that The grass is not greener on the other side of the fence. Whoever is going to, you know, stoop to that level to like poke fun at whatever trick you're using in order to remind yourself or stay focused. And listen, setting boundaries, like I alluded to before, within your work life, we've talked about this on several podcasts now about the value of time management, the value of setting boundaries with clients and with team members. And making those things known to your team members so that you can actually accomplish the work that you you need to do and that perhaps only you can do right it's okay for us to say listen for the next 2 hours we really need to be super focused if there's an emergency and somebody or something is on fire okay then i will stop what i'm doing right <laughs> but if it's something that can wait until 2 hours and 1 minute later And I can return that phone call or I can return that email because it isn't an emergency. That's where a lot of us as business owners can really struggle or just just employees in general can struggle with prioritizing those tasks. So like Laura said before, know what those tasks are. Once you know what those tasks are, prioritize those tasks. Once you know which task you're going to tackle first, eliminate distractions. You know, if you have thoughts that wander into your brain, jot them down. Use Siri anything that can help you so that you can take that thought and just push it aside or delegate it for a later time.
2: Yeah. And these, we understand that the struggle is so real because we struggle with it ourselves. So that's why we thought that this was a great topic to bring to you today. We hope that these tips were helpful. Uh, We thank you for spending time with us
0: today and we'll talk to you on the next episode. so much for listening to the Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast. If you have not already done so, be sure to leave us a rating and review so that we can reach even more businesswomen just like you. We will see you again next Monday for a brand new episode.